Welcome to the Booze Spilled to Spirit Filled podcast. This is your host, Jamel Godlewski. In this episode, I want to talk specifically about change. And is change good or bad? And how how do you change? Have you ever been in a situation where you know things need to change? Or maybe you've been in a situation where you know that you need to make changes. I've been in both of those. And what I have come to is that change is hard. Change is really hard. Let me look at the aspect first of being in a situation where things need to change. For instance, it could be unhealthy relationships. Those are hard. Those are hard to break out of. Those are hard because you feel like you need that person in your life. Maybe it's a fear of being alone. When I look back, I think of friendships and relationships. And it is, it's a fear of being alone. If you don't have that friend or you don't have that relationship, who will you have? So sometimes we're willing to tolerate or be in situations that are toxic and unhealthy just because they're better than nothing. How do you step out of that? I am thankful that I have had friends that have intervened in those situations and said, Jamel, this is unhealthy and toxic and we're not gonna allow you to be in it anymore. Or I truly believe that God has intervened in certain times where it has broken that friendship or relationship. Like God had to do it because I could not or did not. And divine intervention was needed. Thank goodness. Was it difficult? Oh yeah, so difficult. Because you hang on and you hang on with claw marks. Um, that's your version of letting go. <laughs> um, thankful in all those situations that my faith was, I guess, strong enough, but really in my faith community, I had people, I had a support system. Do you have a support system? For me, in my time, I have had to develop a support system. And the hardest thing about that is that means I have to have people where I can be vulnerable. That's the hard part, right? Is to have a support system. It has to be people that you can be vulnerable with. And a lot of us shy away from that. If that's where you're at, I want to encourage you to pray and ask God, like, who are the people in your life, two or three, that you that you can be vulnerable with that will be part of your support system? And 
and then take that step. Because even in situations that you know need to change, not relationships, but maybe situations, maybe a work situation. For me, it's 99% of the time been involved in my professional life, my work situations where things were not the way they should be whether it be to, in my opinion, lack of integrity or not treating people right in the workplace or being asked to do things that were not professional, not right. How do you create change when you might be the lone person trying to create that change and you feel really alone and you feel like, man, if I take the risk, then I'm going down with the ship. <laughs> sometimes, yeah, sometimes you do go down with the ship and those are things we have to weigh, right? What is, what is most important? Where's our values? Are we living those values? And when you get to that point where you have to take that step. That's a huge, huge step. It's a huge, huge risk, right? You know, my advice to you regarding situations that need change is that one, if you are a praying person that you spend some serious time praying one of the things I have learned in my life is I don't want to react. I don't want to react quickly, emotionally, because then I'm, I'm probably not thinking clearly or rationally, and I might say things or do things that I shouldn't, and I'm going to regret later. So I have to take a step back. I have to let my blood pressure go down, let the dust settle. And then I have to start praying and analyzing, thinking about the situation, thinking about my role in it. What can I do or what can't I do in this situation? And really asking the Lord to guide me in that. And then you take the step. And sometimes that step doesn't mean stepping out, it's stepping in. Now, the hardest change that I think we can face is ourselves. When you look yourself in the mirror and you know that you have to change. I remember there was a time where I was having a lot of medical issues. Man, I had so many pills that I was taking that I had a timer on my phone to remind me. And one, I found that stress was a huge factor in that. And you can medicate stress to some extent. Eliminating some stress is the, is the best cure. When I started doing that, some of my medical issues started going away. Coping with stress, ladies and gentlemen, Man, that's a key to life right there. How do we cope with stress? Because there's always going to be stress in life. How do we cope? First, 
being able to say the word no, putting boundaries in your life. You work from nine to five, seven to four, whatever your hours are. Setting boundaries on phone calls, setting boundaries on emails, setting boundaries on things that you're going to sign up to do and, and volunteer to work on. Setting emotional boundaries on who you're going to give headspace to, heart space to. No is a wonderful, wonderful word. Learn to say it. Practice it right now. No. No. No, thank you. No. See, you can say it. Just no, 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 no. Get used to saying it. That'll be a huge stress reliever. And then during those, those times, if you've, if you've put boundaries for time, what are you doing in your off times? What habits do you have? I know for me, I've had to develop habits of what I put in will make a difference on what comes out. If I'm putting negativity in to my brain or to my stomach, negativity is what's going to come out. If I'm putting too much TV and social media and then I'm looking at these things and one, I can veg out watching TV for hours and hours and hours. Sometimes I guess that's okay because it's your downtime. But are you really just vegging out to like avoid different things and you're calling it your downtime? Seriously. Or what if it's social media? Adults, we are as bad, if not worse, than kids. Okay, I have went to restaurants. I have went on vacation. I mean, oh my gosh, just the other day, I went to a Tin Caps game and a young girl was taking an iPad in with her to the Tin Caps game. Her parents were allowing her to because her parents were also sitting there on their phones, scrolling, whatever. Like, let's be honest, people. And when you're doing that, all we're doing is comparing our life to other people's lives, our pictures to their pictures, our comments to their comments. And I'm not really sure that's all positive stuff going in our brains. So maybe we can limit our social media intake. I mean, there's not a whole lot of studies out there that say it's good for us, FYI. So what are you putting in your brain? Because it is affecting you. It'll affect your attitude. It'll affect how you treat people. It'll affect how you think of yourself. It does me. And then what are you physically putting into yourself? Your body. I mean, I know I like good juicy hamburger and I like pizza. And I used to think that Diet Coke should be in heaven. But I have found that those kind of things don't necessarily make me feel better. I'm lacking energy. I'm lacking motivation. I don't feel good about myself. I'm not in physical shape. 
I couldn't bike more than a mile or two. I couldn't walk more than a mile or two. So what we're putting into our bodies physically, what we're eating, it is affecting us. Our bodies, our physical bodies, and our mental bodies, our spiritual bodies. But changing those things is really, really hard. Changing those habits of what we put into our mind is really hard. Changing what we put into our bodies and eat is really hard. We might do something for a month and then oh, we just, it didn't work. I'm quitting. I'm not going to do it anymore. It's not worth it. I want to encourage you to not give up. Okay. Don't give up. And let's like start small. What are changes maybe that we can make to our, what we're putting in our minds? Maybe literally five minutes less of TV. Time yourself. Your phone, your phone will tell you how much you're on social media. Let's do five minutes less every day. Keep track of it. And over time, do add another five minutes. Add 30 minutes less and then replace those five minutes. For those five minutes, read a book, do a crossword puzzle, walk outside, you know, do 30 minutes. You can easily go for a 30 minute walk. I mean, don't worry, I'm not sweating when I'm going for walks. Let's stroll, do a 30 minute stroll. Or maybe you're like, okay, I'm gonna give myself an hour and a half on watching a movie tonight, okay? Well, can you do a half hour of that while you're on the treadmill? Sure you can. Once you start getting into that habit, you will start feeling better. But you can't short circuit yourself and quit too early. And again, a support system is great. Some of those changes we need to make in ourselves are really hard changes. And you know that they're good for you, but you know that means they're going to have to, there's going to be ramifications from that. I remember the, when I was in college and I had to get away from the party scene and I found myself not having friends to hang out with. That was tough. For me, a challenge might be when I'm invited to, let's say, graduation parties, okay? Everybody has cake. And I know that, that eating all that sugar is not healthy for me. So you politely say no. You politely say no. Or at birthday parties, at get-togethers, Maybe there's certain things that trigger, trigger your mind or trigger your body. And so we have to try to eliminate those triggers and then replace them. So one of the things I have found is I carry a water bottle with me everywhere. 
so I can keep drinking water and not intaking whatever physical stuff into my body. I also have an escape plan of going places where I can escape easily, knowing that I might be triggered in that instance. And so I can leave. That has helped a lot with um, creating changes. Now, one of the things that I have been reading about is that many times when we're in these situations is we do feel so alone. Well, I'm here to tell you, you're not alone. Change is hard and you feel like you're fighting the battle all by yourself. And that's where you have to be vulnerable to someone. And in some instances, you need to be by yourself so that God can do his work in you. There is emotional and spiritual work that God can only do in you if you give him yourself. If you are alone with him and you allow him to do that work. So instead of sitting on your couch and watching a movie to fill the void, spend time with him. That's tough because what I have found is he does bring up stuff that I don't want to emotionally deal with and mentally deal with. But I'm here to tell you that on the other side of it, there is freedom. Making those tough changes, going through the hurt, the pain, the loneliness, taking that risk, there is freedom on the other side of that. So change, is it good or bad? It's indifferent. It depends on what it is, I guess. The hard part is ourselves, right? Change can hurt and you have to go through some of those things to do positive change. Or we kind of just get stuck there. So I want to encourage you to one, be vulnerable with someone and create a support group. Find a way to take baby steps, baby steps for positive change mentally, spiritually, and physically. Really analyze your surroundings, whether it be at work or in a relationship. And is it healthy? Are you living within your values? Or is it unhealthy and toxic? What can you do about it? What changes can you make in that situation? Or are the changes within you? You can do it. You're not alone. I mean, I'm finding myself, even as I'm sitting here, in a place of change. And it is hard. It is difficult change. I'm here to tell you, I am feeling that pain right now. But you're not alone. And I know, I, I know that as long as I keep seeking the Lord and putting one foot in front of the other, I can do it. Now, sometimes I go 10 steps backwards. It happens, people. Well, you get back up, you brush yourself off, and you start making that trek again. You can do it. 
We're going to be heading into the fall season. Another great change that I love. Please do not get the pumpkin spice lattes out so soon. Please, everybody, keep that to yourself. But I'm going to end this season with the final episode is going to be Jamel's top 10. Bada bing, bada boom. Jamel's top 10. And if you're picturing David Letterman because you're in my generation, that is a good picture to have in your mind. That is exactly what I'm talking about. So I hope you're having a great summer. I hope you've enjoyed some of the episodes of this season. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to share. Please reach out to me. Tell me about some of the changes that you're going through or some of the changes that you feel like you need to make. You can find me on Jamel Godlewski on Instagram, Jamel Godlewski Jesus Lover on Facebook, and I have a website that you can contact me through, jamelgodlewski.com. You can find me on all those platforms. Please reach out to me. Okay, everybody. Please have fun. It's summertime. Try to find some ways to relax and have fun. Rest. Get re-energized, rejuvenated. Be safe while you're doing it. And please, here's the number one thing, is we don't love ourselves enough. And the only way to truly love yourself is to allow God to love you. So open up your heart. Let his love come in. Fill yourself with that and you will start to love yourself. Thanks for joining me today. Don't forget, tune in for this last episode. Jamel's Top 10. You will not regret it. Bye-bye.